Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. What's better than this? It's a Friday, and there's a guy being a dude here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Kyle Krabs, Director of Scouting, NDT Scouting, NFL, NFL Draft, and College Football Analyst for Fan Rag Sports. I'm flying solo today. Uh, you know, unfortunately, with recording, scheduling issues, Joe couldn't make it today. Uh, reason why I couldn't get on Joe's page is I'm actually going to uh, the... Thursday night preseason game between the Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, looking forward to giving you all my thoughts on that next time we speak as well. But considering it's a 7 p.m. kickoff, it's going to be a late night. So here we are. We're going to talk about these first couple of games here for week one of college football season, which if you're listening to this today on Friday, August 25th, there is college football games tomorrow. And it's not just like Division Two games. We've got Oregon State, Colorado State, Portland State at BYU, Hawaii at UMass, South Florida number 19 at San Jose State, and Stanford at Rice. That is tomorrow's slate. You will not get any more games until Thursday the 31st. Uh, Joe and I will be talking about those games and the entire big weekend to come in which Joe and I are both taking credential trips uh, sometime next week. I want to talk about a couple of schools here in play, a couple prospects for some of the smaller schools. Um, Man, it feels good to be back, doesn't it? 
You know, I I know uh, this summer for us has been a labor of love, but it has definitely been a labor. It's going to be nice to have something to fill the void for when Game of Thrones leaves. That's that's a a very painful reality for us Game of Thrones fans. Uh, this is it, and college football is going to step right into that empty place in your heart and fill that void. So I hope you guys are as thankful for this setup as I am because this worked out really well. <laughs> I get uh, Saturday college football, Game of Thrones, and then one of the biggest weekends in college football uh, the following weekend to, to really kick us off definitively into college football season. I personally will be at Rutgers hosting Washington on Friday, September 1st, and I will be on uh, at FedEx Field for West Virginia, Virginia Tech on Sunday the 3rd. So uh, we're going to have a whole lot to talk about this week, but for right here and right now... um. There, I want to talk about each of the Power 5 schools, uh, Stanford and Oregon State. I, and uh, I think that's an important discussion for us to have. Uh, but I also want to talk about uh, some of the, the high-profile players that are in attendance for uh, this first weekend. I'm talking specifically about USF quarterback Quentin Flowers. And I'm also talking about uh, UMass tight end Adam Brenneman. Uh, Brenneman, first and foremost, uh, he stands out to me. And the reason being, this is a guy that uh, originally committed and attended Penn State. This is a very highly coveted tight end prospect from his year of recruiting. The physical skills are there. Um, he had a, a lingering nef- left knee issue at Penn State that forced him to uh, walk away from football. Uh, very unfortunate, you know, just, just really battled through injuries. Um, but Penn State's had a nice little pipeline, and he was supposed to be the next great one. Uh, they have Mike Isecki there, who he's apparently very good friends with. Uh, but Brenham was a four-star recruit out of central Pennsylvania and chose Penn State over Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, just to name a few. Um, just just a really gifted guy. And when you watch him, uh, I think his hand-eye coordination stands out to me immediately as far as you know, being able to pluck the ball out of the air and do so naturally. You see some guys that kind of they flash the hands late and that makes them fight the ball a little bit. Brenneman's not one of those guys. Uh, he squeezes the football really easily with soft hands. And he complements that softness in his hands by being able uh, to brace his body for contact when there's defenders around him in the immediate vicinity. So uh, that trait of protecting yourself and protecting the ball while still catching the hand with the hands uh, is a really nice combination for a middle-of-the-field target, which is what he is. Uh, UMass uses uh, traditional style sets, so Brenneman has a lot more experience with his hand down in the dirt than what you see with Gusecki or even Dallas Goddard, or uh, you know, Evan Ingram at Ole Miss coming out from last year. He's a he's more of an in-line guy, a true in-line prospect. Um, and I think that's going to lend itself well to him transitioning in the long run, assuming he's healthy this year. Um, my biggest concern with Brenneman as he gets ready to kick off his his latest season. He actually spent a full year away from football uh, working in politics, working on a political campaign. Uh, 
But that year away really helped his left knee issues to mend themselves and go away. Is it going to stay that way? That has to be terrifying for some teams. You know, if even if he stays healthy all throughout the year, you have the prospect of this is a guy that retired from football in college because his knee was so bad. So um, I don't think it's necessarily robbed him of any of his athleticism. I think he's he's always kind of been like an above average athlete, but he's not going to run away from you, um, and and he's not the most fluid guy, kind of trying to shake somebody one on one. But that being said, I do think this is a player that knows how to get open, runs great routes, has good hands, protects the body well. If he stays healthy and he plays in line and he's effective getting off the line of scrimmage, you know, U.S. has played some nice schools the past couple years. When it's all said and done, Brenneman's going to have some quality tape to kind of have teams go back to and and look at him and definitively say, yeah, you know what, this is somebody we think we can work with or, uh, you know, we're going to roll the dice somewhere else. The other small school prospect in this group of games that's being played tomorrow on Saturday is Quentin Flowers. Uh, Flowers, they're going to have to deal at USF with a coaching change. Uh, they they uh, had Coach Willie Taggart leave. He went to Oregon. Uh, Charlie Strong is now in place there. I think the best thing that USF can do is continue to stay true to where they are effective, and that is with this spread-style offense, letting Flowers you know, beat teams with his legs. If they're going to play man coverage, Flowers is an exceptional athlete. He does very well to slip the pocket, uh, find open space. His career production to date is uh, pretty rock-solid. He's completing over 60% of his passes for uh, over 5,000 passing yards, 46 passing touchdowns, 18 interceptions. 402 carries for nearly 2,600 rushing yards and an additional 30 rushing touchdowns. Uh, he was rated as an athlete coming out of high school, uh, was timed in the 4-4s. Four uh, and this is what I find most interesting about Flowers. Uh, Flowers uh, chose South Florida over these schools, Alabama, Nebraska, Miami, Texas, Tennessee. Want to guess why? He's given the chance to play quarterback. So you know uh, he's he loves the game because he's willing to uh, take a shot on himself to play the position he wants to play. Uh, but he is a great athlete. I do think if it's, it's all said and done, uh, he's probably going to be someone that's going to be afforded the opportunity to change positions. Uh, because at this point, I do think he is a better athlete than he is a passer. Uh, his arm strength is great. He pushes the ball down the field very well. Uh, where I get hung up is when you watch South Florida historically, it'll be interesting to see what kind of changes they implement this year. But in the games that I watched of him, it didn't promote a lot of quick-hitting throws. Um, and even when they did have those timing patterns, like the three-step drop-and-go um, Flowers doesn't always trust uh, throwing into windows. Now, he's, he's more of a point-and-shoot style guy. He's not especially comfortable throwing into holes in zone coverage and throwing in between defenders. Um, the other thing that's interesting with him, and, and you know, this is something you don't usually see from 
running-oriented passers is Flowers at times looks like he's so dedicated to staying on his initial read and throwing into coverage that he misses the opportunities to beat teams with his legs. But then other times, the opportunity is there for him to you know, take a shot down the field at a guy that he could be looking at as a second or third read, and he just freelances. Um, so it kind of strikes me as you know, still continuing to develop a feel for the position. Uh, so that's the big thing for Flowers, who is the primary draft prospect. USF lost Marlon Mack last year, so Flowers is like the primary draft prospect for that team this year. And it's going to be, anytime I get the chance to watch them, I'm specifically watching Flowers, and I'm asking myself, okay, how is his comfort in the offense? How well does he distribute the ball? How natural does he look, or does he look like he's thinking out there? Uh, Because he's, like I said, he's an exceptional athlete. He has great bucket throws down the field when he gets a one-on-one shot, and those deeper passes are really where he gets a chance to shine with his skill set. But... There's just too much unharmonious uh, irregularities in his play for me to uh, feel comfortable saying that this is somebody I would currently invest uh, a draft selection in if I'm going to ask him to play quarterback. So he's more of an athlete for me personally, but he is going to get a chance on this opening weekend uh, as they visit San Jose State. They're the only 730 kick. So they're going to get a great chance to showcase themselves against San Jose State. Uh, if you're in the area, tickets apparently are only $16. So you know I'm going to do some, some ticket sales for San Jose State. Recommend you guys go check that out. You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only. You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only. Uh, the two Pac-12 teams playing, Oregon State visiting Colorado State and Stanford visiting Rice. My expectation is both of these Pac-12 teams, even though they are um, on the road, Stanford's playing in Sydney, Australia, and Oregon State's visiting uh, Fort Collins. I expect both of these Pac-12 teams to win this weekend. Stanford has a pretty good amount of of draft-eligible prospects. I, I think they have... Uh, some likable guys. And I'm just reading through, you know, we talked about the Power 5 encyclopedia that we did in NET Scouting, looking comprehensively at every Power 5 team and the prospects that they have that are notable entering the season. Uh, just reading through the list, they have quarterback Keller Christ, uh, running back Bryce Love, who has very big shoes to fill in trying to replace Christian McCaffrey, uh, defensive tackle Harrison Phillips, uh, outside linebacker Peter Columbayi, and cornerback Elijah Holder. 
Uh, Holder is uh, very productive. He's one of the most uh, ball-productive corners in the Pac-12, but he missed part of the season with a shoulder injury. Uh, But he checks the boxes. You see a lot of these guys now, these long corners. He's listed at 6'2", 186. So Holder, hopefully he's healthy, gets a chance to play a full season, uh, really showcase that anticipation and and ball production uh, that you saw from him. Colin Bayou was another name for me personally that watching Stanford early on last year flashed to me, but he re- it felt like he really faded down the stretch. He started strong. Um, he's a high motor. He's got some nice short area agility, um, and he can penetrate at the line of scrimmage, which is nice. But uh, it seemed like he was really getting stuck on guys down the stretch, you know, having trouble shedding blockers. So Colin Bayou listed at 6'3", 242. Uh, show some more length this year. So if I'm looking for Colin Bayou, that is the primary thing that I'm looking for there. Uh, I do want to touch on Bryce Love. I know I mentioned that that he is uh, facing the very tough task of replacing Christian McCaffrey, uh, but he is at 5'10", 184, a true junior. He actually averaged more yards per touch uh, than McCaffrey last year, averaging 7.1 yards per carry. Um Stanford traditionally has been this line them up and just grind you into dust style running team. Um, but they've got enough juice there in the running game and with their offensive linemen that I think love, it doesn't really matter. You know, with their style of play, they've got guys that move people at the line of scrimmage. It's going to afford love the opportunity to find creases to bounce in and out. So that is I think something that Stanford's really going to have to hang their pat, uh, their their hat on. Uh, Keller Christ had a nice year in the games that he played, uh, scored ten touchdowns in the team's final four games, uh, but he did suffer a knee injury in the 2016 Sun Bowl. Uh, it's still yet to be determined whether or not he's going to be playing uh, in the season opener. Uh, so that is a bummer for Christ, uh, who gave Stanford solid quarterback play, which is something that they were missing after the departure of Kevin Hogan a couple years ago. Switching to Oregon State, last team we're going to talk about today as we preview this five-game slate for Saturday, August 26th. Oregon State playing at Colorado State. It's the early kick, 2.30. So if you're on the East Coast, uh, you don't have to wait too much longer past lunch to get some college football. If you're on the West Coast, you're getting morning football. Lucky you. Go figure. Uh, Oregon State. They have, as Joe mentioned, uh, Ryan Nall, who is... Uh, kind of an H-back, kind of a running back, kind of a fullback. I don't really know where he's fitting in the long run. I just know he runs mean. And they also have a wide receiver there at Oregon State, Jordan Villeman, who I know in the draft sphere and the community that that we're all kind of a part of on social media and and the conversations we have with each other. uh, Villeman uh, has fans. He had more fans this time last year than he has now. Um because he barely passed 20 catches on the year. Uh, But the passing offense there is not something that I think is really going to lend itself well to him being able to showcase his skills as a receiver. You're going to have to get a hold of that all 22 somehow, and you're going to have to watch him running routes and seeing if he's winning, because I don't know how consistently he's going to be targeted with the football. So without that... No automatic shortcut to find uh, 
how well he's playing with catches and receptions and touchdowns and box score scouting, you're going to have to actually dig on this one. So it's not a name you're probably going to hear a whole lot about, at least early on in the process, because he's going to be hidden gem. People are going to be sorting through box scores looking for, okay, who do we need to be looking at? Who's Who do we need to pay attention to? And they're going to pull up ESPN, they're going to pull up the box score, they're going to see names, and they're going to get excited about 10 touchdowns and 1,000 yards. And Villman's probably not going to be that guy. But at 6'5", 225, he's a huge body. And Colorado State, I think, is a great opportunity for him to get back, quote-unquote, on the horse after kind of falling short last year just because, if nothing else, Oregon State passing offense left a lot to be desired. So that hopefully gives you guys... A little bit of a preview into the five-game slate that's going to be taking place tomorrow. It's the first half of week one. Who knew week one is actually two weeks long? It's pretty amazing. Um, but even during the week next week before next Saturday, uh, there's some good teams playing. I believe Ohio State Indiana play on either Thursday or Friday. As I mentioned, I'm going to a Friday game at Rutgers. I'll be there in the box watching Washington, uh, last year's college football playoff participant, uh, with a lot of draft-eligible talent, by the way. That's a very good football team again this year. Browning, Gaskins, uh, the wide receiver Dante Pettis, uh, Azim Victor, Vita Vey. Um, I think that's all off the top of my head. I know I know there's a good amount of talent there, so uh, please forgive me if you play for Washington football, and I forgot to mention you here as a draft eligible. Uh, but the point is, there's good football to be had, not just next Saturday, but all week next week, Thursday and Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And I believe Tennessee, Georgia Tech's on a Monday in the Mercedes-Benz Bowl. So there's, there's uh, I think, a five-day slate of college football where you guys are absolutely going to get your fill. We're going to be there with you every step of the way. I'd like to thank you guys all for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast, not just today, but all summer long. If you tuned into the podcast and kind of let us fill that football void for you and, and, and took this ride with us as we kind of started learning about a lot of these players ourselves, uh, thank you so much. You know, we genuinely appreciate it. I remember when we were approached, Joe and I, about doing a, a daily podcast this time last year, um, there was some skepticism whether or not you know, the concept of that would stick. Do people really want to listen to you talk about the NFL drafting three or five days a week, all year round? And we have had just tremendous support, tremendous listenership, uh, some tremendous fans, and uh, made a couple friends along the way too, some some guests that came on the show. Uh, it's been an awesome Awesome, awesome first year. You know, we will celebrate the formal first year anniversary of Joe and I doing podcasts together next week. But I do want to take the opportunity now to thank all of you for letting us be a part of your summer and, and you know, being invested in what we're doing at NET Scouting because we really do think this is a year-round process and we're treating it as such. And I'd like to think the approach that we have and the uh, meticulous nature in which we work our way through players uh, – you guys noticed that, and I know you guys noticed that because I see you know, how much our traffic is up. I see how many listens we get. I see how many clicks we get on our websites, and it's just been very, very flattering. So thank each and every one of you. I'd also like to fa- thank uh, FanRag Sports for the opportunity and platform 
to do the Draft Dudes podcast, to be here helping helping us with NDT scouting, and also Crossover. Crossover is the, the primary sponsor of the Draft Dudes podcast. Crossover uh, makes film life very easy. They have some of the best uh, category category or uh oriented data that you can possibly find. You know, within three clicks of a button, I can pull up uh, a team, all of that team's games from last year's, every pass attempt they had on third and long, and I can watch those plays back to back to back to back to back. It's extremely helpful uh, when scouting players. It makes life so easy. So thank you as well to Crossover. I'm Kyle Krabs. No Joe Marino today, but I am signing off for the Draft Dudes podcast. Football is back. I hope you guys enjoy it, and we will talk to you on Monday. You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. Valid 720 to 729, select styles only. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.